Turns out Justin Fields really misses Chase Claypool and Darnell Mooney. Sports Talk Chicago, here with John's Glow. Appreciate you tuning in. Subscribe to the channel for more Chicago Bears content. Hit us up all over at Sports Talk Chicago. Make sure you help out our sponsor, Amish Country Farms. Link is in the description. So Justin Fields misses Darnell Mooney and Chase Claypool. You may think this is a non-story. Why are you doing a video about this? Well, so many reasons, but it shows chemistry. It shows trust, and really it shows that Justin Fields misses his weaponry, which the Bears have spent money trying to bring in. Fields said this in regards to Mooney and Claypool, quote, Chase has been out, what, the past two weeks? Fields said at the conclusion of minicamps, I feel like when Chase was practicing with us, we did get things down a little bit. I think he grew tremendously from last year until now, so I think we got a base in with Mooney, feel like I'm already connected with Mooney, so that's fine. But it's just going to be great having those guys back on the field and having them healthy for training camp instead of having them come out for three or four practices, risking further injury. The biggest thing for them was health. Matt Eberflus went on to say that he expects both Mooney and Claypool to be ready for training camp, barring any setbacks as well. I think these are great, positive, and encouraging quotes from Justin Fields. And... Again, something that maybe others would gloss over, but it's important. It's important to hear Fields say, first and foremost, that he misses both players, but that's specifically with Mooney. He misses him, but he has the connection. And I think that was seen tremendously, not last year, but the year before. Darnell Mooney eclipsed the 1,000-yard mark for the first time in his career. Now, granted, he needed one extra game to do it, the new game that they added in, but it still counts, and Justin Fields was the signal caller for the majority of that time. Last year, a little bit of a down year before the injury, but it was also a new offense, and Fields got more opportunities to run rather than throw. Mooney, of course, got hurt there back in November, and he's still recovering from that injury. Half the year was cut short by injury. The real interesting part is Chase Claypool. You know, we just did a video on him two weeks ago after reports came out that Claypool isn't motivated, and is not meshing well with the team inside the locker room. But now we hear from Justin Fields saying, Chase grew tremendously from last year until now, so we have a base in. It adds to the mystery and the enigma of Chase Claypool, and I don't know what's true and what isn't. And obviously Justin Fields has to say this, considering that media's there and everybody's wondering what the hell's going on with Chase Claypool. I get it. He has to be a good ambassador for his team, and he's not going to throw one of his teammates under the bus during minicamp. That'd be dumb. I still feel like there is truth to that initial report about Claypool not being motivated, not being interested, not wanting to practice. And again, at the end of the day, we're going to have to see what he does during the season or to understand what's right and what's wrong. I could see this being somewhat the case, what Field said, Sure, I'm sure he did grow tremendously from last year until now, obviously. He gets an offseason to learn the system. He was practicing at least a little bit with Fields till he got hurt. I'm sure he's grown. I mean, why wouldn't he? If he didn't, there'd be a problem. So I think part of that statement's true, but I don't know how much he's grown and what's going to happen come week one of the season, and even week eight, week 10, week 17. How much is Claypool going to play? How many reps and targets will he get? What kind of numbers is he going to put up? Will he even be a relevant factor of this offense? Well, I can say this with certainty. 
if he doesn't practice, if he never recovers, if he's unmotivated even, he will not put up legitimate results. If all those factors are still in on his head, it won't translate to success on the field. That I know for sure. So I don't know what the deal is with Chase Claypool. I trust the reporting that came out a couple of weeks ago about him and about his situation. And I somewhat trust what Justin Fields has to say, somewhat. But I also know he has to put on a brave public face because there are legitimate and rightful questions about Chase Claypool and his involvement with this team. And it's not wrong to say that. I think it's very true. So we have to understand and kind of sift through what's being said, what's true, what is it. I think it's true that Chase Claypool is unmotivated. I think it's true based on his injury status, him not practicing, and obviously last year's poor performance being traded to the team mid-year. He has a lot to prove this year, contract year on top of it. No matter what, though, what I find encouraging is that even though Chase Claypool's been a thorn in the Bears' side, Justin Fields didn't say that and wouldn't admit to it. Shows the character there for Justin Fields of a true leader. Somebody who cares about his teammates' success, somebody who's willing to lift up his teammates when they're down, and somebody who's there for them when things get difficult. And I love to see that from Fields. Not every quarterback's like that. I mean, look at Aaron Rodgers, blaming everybody, causing problems, throwing his teammates repeatedly under the bus almost every week. I don't see Justin Fields doing that. You could argue Rodgers has more of a motivation to do that, more of an incentive. He's been around the league longer. But in my opinion, you could be Tom Brady. You could be Justin Fields. You could be a horrible quarterback. Mike Glennon, you have no right, no matter who you are, in my opinion, to throw other people under the bus. So I like that Fields is not doing that and being the best public ambassador for this team that he could be. Being a quarterback is much more than doing great on the field. You have to have a good image. You have to be somewhat of a PR person in a sense, and I think Justin Fields, to his credit, fits that role. He knows how to lead men, great leader, needs to work on his passing, which we all know, but he's gotten better. And this right here is a sign of maturity beyond his years. Because I could understand how it might be difficult in the moment to sit there and encourage and be positive about somebody who was just reported as being unmotivated. But he did it. He sucked it up. He didn't say anything or give any negative answer about Chase Claypool at all. And I like that. And then obviously Darnell Mooney. I mean, saying that I feel like I'm already connected with Mooney, that's fine. That is a huge quote, and I'm sure that it's true. Obviously, it is based on past statistics and playing together for a couple of years, but there's confidence right there. You know, we've seen some reports saying Justin Fields has been a little bit um, abrasive in throwing the football during camp. He's been a little bit trigger unhappy, if you will. He's been worried about it. Hasn't been as aggressive as probably he should have been, but we have seen some reports saying that him and DJ Moore are making a connection. Him and Chase Claypool, not so much, but him and Darnell Mooney already have one. So the point is, he has two receivers as of right now already who he can trust, and he could go to no problem, and there's no worry, there's no 
I don't know if I should throw it to him. He could throw it in their general direction, and they could leap up if they need to and make a spectacular catch. That's so important for Justin Fields and for his success and his continued development to know, hey, I have two guys I could trust, not just one or none. Last year, he had none. Really, because Mooney got hurt, Claypool was horrible, and the Bears, I mean, who else did they have? What, Dante Pettis, EQ St. Brown? I mean, Vanish Jones, who was kind of a running back, wide receiver hybrid. He had nobody last year, frankly. To hear now that he has two legit, trusted sources to throw the football to is huge. And if Chase Claypool somehow gets his act together, that makes it even better. Because if Justin Fields can have three or even four trusted targets, it makes things much more difficult for the defense to cover, and it makes Justin Fields more successful and then more willing to throw the football, which is the big thing for this year for him. Throwing the football, developing into being a thrower, not just a runner. He needs to throw more. We all know that. And he can't do it, or he couldn't do it last year when Pressure all the time, no offensive line, and then no one to really throw it to. The people he threw it to just dropped the football repeatedly, and he had no names or no weapons. Now he already has two this year that he fully trusts in DJ Moore and Darnell Mooney's huge, and if Chase Claypool turns it around, there's a third, not counting maybe EQ St. Brown getting some reps. Throwing the balls to his running backs. Khalil Herbert's going to be back. Rojo's going to be in the mix. So... This is all great news. And this is why I said to open up this video, a lot of people might just skip it. No, who cares? Nice quotes from Justin Fields. Let's move on. No, there is a lot more behind this than just, wow, Justin Fields is happy and excited and he misses his two wide receivers, his two guys. There's a lot more that goes into it. There are a lot of layers to this story other than, oh, nice quotes from Fields. There's a nice paragraph. Let's move forward. This is exciting to hear. And for a team that is going to pride itself this year, I would say, on not only progress, but still further development and getting to a point where maybe they're 500 and contending for a playoff spot, these quotes are huge. More importantly, and more than anything, to hear Justin Fields say that he misses Darnell and Chase, and then on top of it, he's having great connections with DJ Moore. This has been overdue. Justin Fields from day one, has deserved an outlet. He's deserved somebody to trust. And really, from day one, he's had nobody to trust. I mean, think about it in the beginning. His head coach hung him out to dry. And soon after, his head coach and his GM were fired. During that year, he had no offensive line. New GM, new head coach comes in. How could he trust them? He doesn't even know if he's going to be the quarterback moving forward. The Bears tank. <laughs> He has no offensive line, no wide receivers. Nobody can even catch the damn football. Justin Fields, for the first time in his NFL career, has somebody on the field and even upstairs that he could trust. This is going to be the first year in which we see trust being a key for Justin Fields and being an asset rather than a liability. Trust. I can trust my three top wide receivers to make a catch when I need it. I can trust upper management, and their pledge to me to make me the face of this franchise. I could trust my head coach and my offensive coordinator to scheme what's best for me. He never had that before. Matt Nagy tried to screw him. 
and Brian Pace was fired soon after and did nothing that year to help him. Brian Poles and Matt Eberflus came in, and last year was a whole learning process. But Luke Getzey on top of it, learning the offense, learning how to play offense with Justin Fields, not signing anybody, tanking for the entire year, and losing on purpose to get that top pick. This is the first time he could trust the plan upstairs, he could trust his coach and his OC, and he could trust his personnel on the field. He has weapons for once. He has a vision for once, a scheme. There's a plan for this franchise. And these quotes, as minute as they may appear, are relevant to all of that. It all goes back to trust. This is exciting if you're a Bears fan. And although these quotes seem minuscule at best, it goes back to trust. It's encouraging to see, encouraging to hear, and that should be the theme of this entire season for the Bears. And for Justin Fields, really, trust. Fields could finally say, wow, I'm able to trust everything that's come along with this team. Coaching, personnel, general management, ownership. I can actually trust everything, so I don't need to worry about who we're going to sign, what we lack, what the problems are with this roster. I'm going to go out there and sling it and do the best that I can. That is exciting. That is encouraging. And all of that goes back to these quotes here. So the title of this video is Justin Fields misses Chase Claypool and Darnell Mooney. And that's true. But there's so much more to it. And these quotes that Justin produced the other day, I'm very happy to see. Thanks for watching today's show here on Sports Talk Chicago. Appreciate you tuning in. Big thank you to John Meadows, directing and producing. Follow us all over at Sports Talk Chicago. Listen to the podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Make sure you subscribe to the channel and help out our sponsor, Amish Country Farms. Link down below in the description. So long, everyone.